come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing faithful in all things according to God's Word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. That's right. We're going to talk about faithful in all things. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of faithful. Remaining loyal and steadfast. We can find this biblically in Romans 8, 35 and 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep for the slaughter. Knowing all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This scripture starts off with a very, very powerful pronoun, who, not what, but who. In this scripture, God wants us to give all the troubles and all the things of the world a human feel because many of these things are brought on by people we know, like, or love. This gives the trials and tribulation identity we can easily recognize and relate to so it cannot sneak up on us because what we know and see can't catch us by surprise. I know hardship, famine, and pain is a tough place to be and live because many of us stay way too long in these situations because of, because of our lack of faith. Uh-oh, I may have lost you. What do I mean by this? We take residence in our misery. We plan and invite people to our pity parties instead of being faithful to the one who has in the past, who can in the present, and most definitely in the future, bring us out. How quickly do we forget how loyal and awesome God is? Limitations 3, 24, and 22. We are still alive because the Lord's faithful love never ends. Every morning he shows us it in a new way. You are so very true and loyal, I say to myself. The Lord is my God and I trust him. Lamentations perfectly supports this week's lesson. Mark 8, 34 and 35. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Being faithful in all things require us to make one of the biggest sacrifices known to man, and that is to deny oneself. This is the exact opposite of what we are taught from birth and as we grow up. Can any one of my young loyalists tell me what that is? Okay, here we go. What is the first law of nature? It's self-preservation. People are naturally inclined to think selfishly about their own well-being first and foremost, even if it is to the detriment to those around them. Think about it. We will let others fail, maybe even die, to save ourselves. 
I want that to sink in really good. I want it to really sink in. I want you to get that. Nature teaches us to survive without God. And God teaches us that we can't survive without him. Watch this. John 5, 5. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I want you to think back to the opening scripture I read. It says nothing can separate us. And this scripture says we can do nothing separated from God. Here's the dilemma I want you to ponder as we take a quick break. Said slowly. One says no thing. The other says no thing. But one thing that could is ourself by not denying ourselves for the gospel of God. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break to talk about some practical ways to show our faithfulness in all things to God. This segment can be summed up in one word, love. Faithfulness and love, if not siblings, by definition, they would most definitely be or have to be cousins. Faithfulness and love are kind of two different emotions and things that are intertwined. We will see that. When they had finished eating, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, Do you love me? More than these. Yes, Lord, he answered. You know I love you. Jesus replied, feed my lambs. Jesus asked a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, he answered. You know I love you. Jesus told him, shepherd my sheep. Jesus asked a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was deeply hurt that Jesus had asked him a third time, do you love me? Lord, you know all things, he replied. You know I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep, John 21, 15 through 17. If you notice, every time Peter responded, Jesus asked him to do something. Actions speak louder than words when it comes to our faithfulness to God. So let's look at some things we can do right now to show God we're going to be faithful to him. Number one, priority. He must be number one. Number two, won't do. While this sounds easy, it is probably the hardest. God should always be number one and never lose his position. God stops being a priority when we stop praying to him, worshiping him, or simply making him a fleeting thought. Number two, unmovable. No one should be able to sway God's position with you. No matter the problem, no matter the situation, no matter how tough. Never ever lose your belief in him and what his son did and accomplished on the cross for you. Number three, obedience. Do what's right all the time. Obey his word. Obedience is always better than sacrifice. Living a life of obedience doesn't always come easy. We know this all too well. Number four, ministry. Serving God and performing your ministry. This is equally as hard as making God a priority. Sharing God's word and message is tough when life isn't being nice to you. But God still needs you to be faithful to his call for your life. Number five, his love. God loved you so much, he gave his only son as replacement for your sins. Yes, he did that for you. If all this fails, which we hope it doesn't, remember, he must be first in your life, and he is your first love. He loved us so much that he created through his son a way to escape the wages of sin for a life of eternity with him in heaven. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Jezebel in Revelation 2, 20 through 23. 
focusing on verse 21, which reads, I gave her time to repent, but she does not want to repent of her sexual immorality. We were discussing how God will give us chance after chance to repent for our sins. But as we read further, if Jezebel didn't repent, God would punish those that sinned with her and then strike her children dead. Now that was serious. We know that because of the love God has for us, we have to mess up and keep messing up really bad for God to punish us so severely. We know that we should not be tempting God also. God went on to say, Then all the churches will know that I am the one who examines minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you according to your works. That's why here at the studio, we continue to teach the importance of being committed to God and your Christian walk and to be a witness to those that are lost. You can't straddle the fence. We must repent when we fall into sin. And we know from the Lord's prayer, we must repent daily because we all mess up. What does it say? Give us this day our daily bread. So ask for forgiveness every day. And sometimes for me, I'm asking for forgiveness morning, noon and night because I know I mess up. Not only does God know, but he examines our minds and hearts. And because both of these areas are fragile and we let bad things in, sometimes it's easy for some of us to fall into sin. That is why Ephesians 6, 14 through 18 tells us to put on the whole armor of God. We have to be able to stand against the devil and we must be covered on all sides. In our Christian walk, we have to be able to know right from wrong. If we don't, then we really haven't committed our lives to Christ. You're never too young or too old to take a stand and live a life that's pleasing to God. Don't be like Jezebel and maybe cause your family, friends, and even future kids to pay the price for your sins because you didn't want to repent. Break the chains that hold you bound within your mind and heart and be free from the torment of the enemy. That enemy that continues to nag you about doing the wrong thing and making it look good. That enemy that whispers in your ear to take your life because you are not worthy. Destroy the enemy's hand on your life and live. And while you're living your best life for Christ, if you have any question or comments about the show, send us an email at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. In summary, the importance of being faithful in all things. Christians are persecuted for the sake of righteousness because of their loyalty, faithfulness to Christ. Real loyalty, faithfulness, to him creates friction in the hearts of those who pay him only lip service. Loyalty, faithfulness arouses their consciousness and leaves them with only two alternatives, follow Christ or silence him. Often the only way of silencing Christ is by silencing his servants. Persecution in subtle or less subtle forms is the result. Sinclair Ferguson. Being faithful to God exposes you to unsolicited attacks. Don't let these baseless attacks reduce your faithfulness and commitment to the one they truly want to silence and persecute, which is Christ. It didn't silence him, so don't let it silence you. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques and used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Or Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah.
Cause like that.